Some 700 companies hold slots on the 8A Stars 2 contract. The Small Business Administration pulled the rug out from under them. It let the General Services Administration raise the ceiling of the popular government-wide acquisition contract by $7 billion, but only if the contract's period of performance was cut by nearly two years. The small firms say SBA's decision is short-sighted and misinformed, and that it reverses decades of small business policy and precedents. In his weekly Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller looks into this controversy. Jason joins me now with more. And Jason, this does seem like an odd way to treat a contract. I can't remember hearing anything like this. Why did GSA and SBA decide to do this? Increase the ceiling, but shorten the performance period? What's interesting about this whole case, Tom, is that 8A Stars 2 contract has been wildly successful. We have some data on federalnewsnetwork.com that just really shows it. But what just stands out to me is they hit the ceiling of $15 billion two, almost two or three years sooner than expected, and they had to raise the ceiling. And while that's a good thing, both for 8A contractors, it's a good thing for GSA and SBA, and it's a good thing for agencies because they're finding value in this contract, what happened is, and GSA and SBA really did it kind of quietly, one could say under the covers that they celebrated this increase of ceiling at the end of June, but kind of quietly said, oh, by the way, we're cutting the performance period by two years. And I think that's really where where the the rubber hit the road and people go, whoa, wait a minute, you just cut my legs out from under me because I was planning on contracts that would go through 2024 and now I have to stop them in June 2022. That's a much different period of performance. That's a much different decision-making and planning. And I think that's what really surprised so many people. What I'm hearing is GSA wanted to raise the ceiling and keep the period of performance through 2024. SBA came back and said, no, we only want to do it through 2022 because if you look at the, the 700 contractors or so on 8A stars, about 500 of them have either graduated or will graduate from the 8A program. Now, Tom, for people who don't necessarily remember what the 8A program is, it's for socioeconomic disadvantaged business owners who are in the program for nine years to really improve how they do business. They can get sole source contracts. They can get these directed contracts to establish themselves get the past performance, and so that when they graduate from the program after nine years, they can kind of stand on their own two feet and move forward. A lot of the vendors in the 8A STARS program graduated in 2009, 2010. They've been in the program for for 15, 16, 17 years, and SBA finally said, it's enough. You've had enough time in the program. To grow up, yeah. Yeah, I've got to let others stay in. Normally, that makes a lot of sense, but in this case, there's it's really rubbing people the wrong way for many reasons. All right. So what impact has it had and why is it rubbing people the wrong way? There's two main impacts. First, it's on the agencies themselves. So we have multiple anecdotal evidence and real evidence that says, hey, this contract, which was planned to go to 8A stars, is now not going to go there. So, for instance, the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service actually pulled the contract back because they said the period of performance is not long enough. So all this planning that they went into, all the market research, all the effort, now is for naught, and they have to basically start over. At the same time, GSA's even Federal Acquisition Service had to pull back a contract as well because of the same reason. And so so that's the real impact on agencies. All this planning gets stopped, and they have to really shift direction. And, and remember, Tom, we're in the federal fourth quarter, so there's not a lot of, if you will, bandwidth to change direction of a contract that they need to get done. Another example of this is the Justice Department. They had an 8A contract there. We were going to do a recompete through 8A stars. They realized 
the period of performance wasn't going to fit their needs. So they moved that to an Alaska Native Corporation, an ANC. And while they're still helping a socioeconomic disadvantaged organization or company, it's now that they've pulled that contract out of the 8A program forever. And that's kind of just three examples of how this change of period of performance is, is forcing agencies to do something else. Now, for a vendor perspective, they're hurting vendors as well. And, and these are vendors who have, again, they plan 12, 24, 36-month pipeline to bid on contracts to really get contracts into the 8A program. And if you just look at the numbers themselves, 47% of all orders are placed in August and September uh, through 8A stars. That's the from 2019. Currently, they're seeing, and this is only through July 30th, Tom, the number of quotes for 8A stars are down by 20% as compared to 2019. So there's a lot less amount of traffic going through the 8A stars. So it's hurting the vendors now who've been planning and hoping and, and really getting agencies to use 8A stars. So both yep. of these, both agencies and vendors are getting impacted. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. And what is the fundamental reason for limiting the period of performance? Because that's that's the essential problem here that people are pulling away from it as a result of. So GSA actually put a blog post out and, and listed three main reasons why. And they called it the best business decision. One, they would permit agencies to respond to immediate needs for COVID and for the pandemic if they limited the period of performance but kept 8A stars too alive and well. Second, they talk about the number of companies that have graduated from the 8A program you know, and, and thanks to the ceiling increase, they're still benefiting from 8A stars too. Oh, oh, more than 530 companies have already graduated from the 8A program. So they're saying, hey, again, enough is enough. The other thing it does is they have the 8A stars three program on tap and they feel like the two years is enough to make sure that agencies, customers can continue to use the program, but but then get ready for STARS 3. Now, there's a flaw in that logic, and I think that's where, where I think a lot of people are, are, are upset about this because they're basically changing the rules at the end of the game. Here we are. We're extending it. Everyone planned for it to be a four-year contract, you know, go on for four more years, and then all of a sudden GSA and specifically SBA saying, nope, only two more years, and, and it's just, as people have told me, that's just unfair. It's not the way you do business. This has upset a lot of people. Can anything be done to change this? Is this the sole decision of GSA and SBA? It sure seems to be their sole decision. Now, the, there's this 8A Stars 2 coalition, which is a group of companies that are obviously upset by this decision. They've gotten some members of Congress to start writing letters to GSA and SBA asking for answers. Uh, Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton wrote back on July 27th asking for a written explanation. Four House members and three senators wrote to SBA and GSA on July 28th asking 10 questions. Now, my understanding is they have not responded yet to those lawmakers' questions, but what would come from this is unsure. There could be hearings, there could be more letters, but will SBA reverse its course is unknown. And I think, Tom, what's happening here is a little bit of forethought, a little bit of understanding, pragmatism, if you will, this could have done right. You know, it's it's totally understandable that these 8A firms have really gotten more than enough benefit from the 8A program. And I don't think anyone would argue that, you know, 8, 10, 12, 14 years in the 8A program is probably too much. At the same time, they signed up for the contract to go through 2024 and for SBA to come in and say, nope, you're only going through 2022 and, and do it kind of, again, in the federal fourth quarter buying season, no waiver process, no way to kind of deal with the challenges that this brings. 
this is why I think so many people call it short-sighted and really harmful to both companies and agencies. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks for that analysis. My pleasure, Tom. And be sure to read his notebook now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.